In the world today, mental health is an issue which thankfully more and more people are becoming aware of and comfortable speaking about. When choosing a professional to help you, what kind of service would you be looking for? At Lonvara, when asked to describe Mel Purcell's service, clients described it as real, compassionate, empowering, friendly, welcoming, inner strength building, a positive, safe, supportive environment, and she was described by one source as an absolute legend who enables change with love. Mel offers clinical counselling, hypnotherapy and a professional service which is tailored to the individual. She has a personal approach and makes sure each client's experience is authentic to their needs while also ensuring full confidentiality. Winner of the 2022 Australian Allied Health Awards for Rural and Remote Excellence, you can self-refer or through your GP mental health care plan. Lonvara, believing in you. For our last ever chat, no more fitting way to end it than to check in with the man that I say many times really set the tone for this pod with his openness, courage and attitude, the one and only Clint Dingaviney. Ding has recently achieved a massive goal of being a thousand days sober. We reflect on this and how life is today for him, but the main aim of this final chat was to put some questions to him about his mental health, his battles and strategies he uses in order to try to put together a kind of mental health toolbox for any others out there struggling so they can hopefully use it in their own lives. Anyone who knows Dinger knows he's an open book on this stuff and he admits that he still has days where he's beaten. He talks us through how this feels, how he gets through it and how to support someone else living with the struggle. We touch on how he maintains good mental health in his daily routines and steps he takes to make sure he has more good days than bad. This chat touches on some subjects which may be triggering, so please be mindful if, when and where to listen. Talk hard! I was like, of course I'm not going to walk again. Like, that's just the reality, isn't it? And the doctor that rang mum said, oh, we've saved your son's life. And I remember looking up and just saying, <laughs> that wasn't out. And he looked at me and he said, no, it wasn't. But I didn't want to give you not out because you're my son. And I said, fuck me, Dad. I just remember her telling us... Your daughter's got um, leukaemia. During school, I always went class a couple of times. Who's cluey or out of the two? Both got the same smartness. <laughs> not real smart at all. <laughs> if you are dedicated to something, as long as it's safe and it's not hurting anyone else, I don't think anything should hold you back. Keep pushing forward, you know. Days get tough sometimes. You know, it does turn around. You just gotta, just gotta fight for it a little bit. I was like, why can't we be that 1% that survived? She said to me then, she goes, you were more like me than I ever realised. The Talk Hard Podcast with Clint Viney, for the last time, welcome back to the Talk Hard Podcast. G'day, mate. Thanks for having me. No worries, mate. Pleasure to have you on. And I couldn't think of a better way. A lot of people will know by now that this is going to be our last um, chat that we have um, for the podcast. And I just thought that it's a really nice way to, to wrap it up um, with you to have you on for a chat because your chat that we had early days and I know we've had a couple since then but um, it really sort of opened the door I think to set the scene for the pod and what we actually wanted to make it into because you came on you told your story from that time you owned all your mistakes opened up was a warts and all sort of account of um, you know your journey and and what you'd learned along the the path and if you hadn't have done that and people hadn't listened to that like I said it probably might not have set the tone for other people to come on and, and do the same thing so yeah I just can't commend you enough for that mate and the other thing with you is I know that you're really open and honest about your journey and even your struggles that, that you've got now so I thought a good way to to wrap the pot up was to obviously we'll check in and just see how things are going for you now but just set up a little bit of a, a mental health toolbox for people because even when we were talking the other day you said that you're having a shit day and we had a bit of a chat about how you're working through it and that sort of thing so I think that's really important for for people to know as well like it's not something that is just going to be fixed 
straight away, is it? It's no, hundred percent. It's something that's going to you know be a bit of a journey. So if people can take a little bit of um, information from from your path and things that you've used along the journey, it's it's going to be even better. So how's things these days, anyway, mate? How are you travelling? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Work's just getting busier and busier. Yep. Kids, kids are growing. Kids are becoming actual little adults now, which is pretty cool and. Just, yeah, worked crazy. Just uh, bought myself a unit back in the Trobe, actually. Yep. So moved back to where pretty much all my footy and everything started. And, yep. you know, went to high school in the Trobe. And hey, you enjoying living in the Trobe? It's actually amazing. Yep. Yeah, like it's perfect, like to get out of Devonport now. Like Devonport's not a big city. You know, it's still a fair-sized town, but it's just really nice to be back in the Trobe. It's super quiet where I live. It's nice perfect done a 12 day reno just got in and absolutely cooked myself doing 20 hour days as i do but i got it done got it made up a nice little thing for the kids and i so yep now nah, all settled in getting awesome. uh getting the uh concrete little slab put down this friday actually for my shed for my motorbike and stuff like that so yep it's all just coming together nicely so it's actually nice to be back in latrobe give the um painting business a bit of a shout out mate give it a plug what are they yeah called? uh pintor statewide painting services mate we've been uh i went into partnership with the nak group and yep. building and that with nolan and um they approached me back before last years yeah in the last so uh, being 15 months now so before the financial year we started up last financial year and said hey would you want to start this up a business and i was like oh could go back doing what i wanted you know i could just go back to clark's or something like that you know that's comfortable let's have a crack and yeah i'm actually glad it's probably the best thing i've ever done work-wise yeah got three or four guys working for us which is really good and about to put another young bloke on and just uh struggling to keep up at the moment with a bit of work which is really yep. good so yeah it's usually a good sign isn't it when the demand's there for you yeah so no nah, a lot of uh coming in that good time of year to do some exterior painting which is good don't yep. have to uh wear mittens outside when it's freezing so <laughs> <laughs> makes it a bit easier yeah but pintor statewide painting services yep. we'll uh we'll paint anything awesome you're on the socials and everything yeah mate, on find the socials, yeah awesome what sort of boss are you mate how would your employees describe you do you reckon uh, it's funny though um, how I look and how I come across at times too soft. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know I'm too matey matey with the boys, so yep. I've, I've had to change you that. You care? A, a, yeah, <laughs> I do, but I had to change that, and I've got a uh, so I've got a foreman under me. Yep. So I handball the the role to him now to uh, be Satan, yep. which is good. He you gives know? him a kick up the arse. Yeah, oh, yeah. So he's got the full right there, and I can come in over the top and sort of counter punch. So. <laughs> <laughs> so no it's uh it's definitely been an eye opener of becoming the person that's running the ship yep the captain as they'd say instead of just being a crewman yep and then sometimes you sort of filter back so i'm starting to find that yin and yang of how it works yeah but that's just in experience and time and i'll get better and learning to quote properly and all that stuff so yeah you know i'm 40 next year and i'm still learning new things every day and it just it makes job really good you know keeps growing 20 odd years painting and i still like it so yep fantastic and and how have you found being a boss like you say it's a bit of a bit of a learning process but um and how does that tie in with um with the mental health side of things as well is that something that that you struggle with at times or is it something that helps being having your own business uh sometimes i get overwhelmed with stuff with you know jobs that come up and i go yeah okay but we we have a philosophy we don't work weekends and we knock off at lunchtime, one o'clock on a Friday. Yep. No RDOs, and that's just how we roll it. So everyone gets a nice break. We come back, and if I'm stressing out, that's where Nolan, who's the main man with everything, he, um, I can hit him up if I'm stressing and just bounce off him, which is really, really good. Yep. 
So yeah, got a lot of good people in the circle of where I, where I work. So yeah, everyone that works there in the building side, they've got civil as well. It's really really good. So got evolved civil, NAK building, and yep. Pintor painting. So it's a really big family, mate, which is really good. So yep. there's not anyone where you couldn't, if you were stressed, you can go talk to someone and. They've always got your back, which is really nice. But got the support there, it's really important, isn't it? Yeah, I've found myself, though, in the last few years, when I knock off work, unless it's something that comes up randomly, you get a phone call or a text message or an inbox, hey, about a job, I'm switched off. Yep. Work's irrelevant until the next day. Yeah, and that's how it should be, shouldn't it? Not all jobs are like that, unfortunately. Uh, the but... hardest thing in life, mate, the, the old, this, uh, the mobile phone and the laptop, yep. the old email that, you know, CEO of a company, uh, pretty easy to punch out an email at nine o'clock at night and tell you what you've got to do. That's, that's horrible. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's funny, you know, we talk about obviously mental health as well. It's, it's, I don't think it's any coincidence that mental health these days is probably more prevalent than it was back in the day. Because back in the day when you had the old phone on the wall, you know, you only had a phone in the office. So if you went home, they couldn't contact you yep. until you got back into the office the next day. They couldn't email you. They couldn't mobile phone you or anything like that. They had to and wait till you're back yeah. in there. Behind the desk. Nine times out of ten, too, a lot of people wouldn't answer the phone at home. Yeah. Or they'll have a night time, like, I'm not answering that. It's yeah. 7.30 at night. <laughs> Who's calling this yeah. time of night? No. Nah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My parents are the same. Who's bloody calling us at this time of night? <laughs> yeah, how rude. Answer. And that's the thing that's wrecking it. And it's, bull- it's bullying, man. Like, that's the way I see it. It's bullying. It goes on everywhere. Yeah. Like, it is no day, escape. Don't send an email to someone at nine o'clock at night telling them what they're doing at seven. That's bullshit. Mm. Send them an email at what time they start at. Yeah. You know, you get to work. You're not getting paid at 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. So you're still investing their, their mental health into your business mm. at 9 o'clock at night with anything. Yep. You know, and you've I'll... got to do this, this, and this, or a builder send a text. You have to do this, 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 and this. Mate, you've been working with them all day. Give them a list before you knock off. Don't yeah. go message them at 6.30 at night when they're knocked off. It's yep. bullshit. And a lot of people will say, oh, but you didn't have to read it. But they know what people are like. Like, you know, you hear that ding on your phone, you're going to pick it up and have a look 100%. at it. Don't you? Yeah, exactly. So that's a skill too, isn't it? Being able to shut your phone down, which I'm assuming, you know, you've implemented as well. Being able to either turn it off or put it on silent and put it away and then not look at it for a certain amount I airplane of time. mine when I sleep. Yep. I don't give a shit. People go, oh, but what if something happens? What if something? I said, if something drastically happens to my children or my family, you know, I'm not going to be able to get there anyway if something did bad happen, you know, like an accident or something like that. Come knock on my door. Come wake me up. Yep. I'm not going to have my phone on of a night time to be disturbed by someone because they sent me a fucking meme. Yep. On social media. <laughs> like, sorry, sorry, like, I'll check that shit yeah. the next day. Well, they say with technology, the world's sort of advanced, but in certain ways it's gone backwards, hasn't it? Yeah. As far as, you know, like you say, there's no break or switch off anymore. So obviously, like I said, we want to have a bit of a chat about mental health, but just in a, in a bit of a nutshell, describe your mental health these days. How would you say that it is? My mental health would be it'd be like the Tassie summer, mate. Like you stay in, you go outside too much, you can fry yourself, or you stay inside and you don't get burnt. Like it's just it's it's that easy to go from good to shit. Yep. You know what I mean? So I could be in the shade or cruising in a singlet, go out in the sun for 15 minutes in the Tassie summer, burnt to shit. And that's how quickly my mental health can go. I can just be fine. And then for some unknown reason, I can just be absolutely depressed as shit. Yep. And I don't know why it is and why it's happening. It's just like unexplainable. Yep. And And when that happens, it's just like, what's going on again yeah that's shit i've been pretty good lately with it all but 
after I moved out of Dad's place after being there for four months, my mental health, like, and I don't really tell much many people about it, it just went to shit. Because I was so used to having Dad and his girlfriend around cook. I've never had I've never had tea cooked for me and my washing done for me in my adult life. Like, yeah. like, yeah, it's just crazy. And then, yeah, mental health, it's just, I don't know. But then some days I just can, I can actually just get there and go, I'm not going to let this shit beat me. Like, I'm, let's, let's fix it. Yeah. So there's no specific triggers for you. Like, it's just some days you just wake up for no particular reason. Yep. You just feel like shit or. Some days I just wake up and, and it happens, it's happened a lot in the last few months where I don't want to go to work. Yep. I just wake up and I fucking hate myself. Yep. And that's just how it is. But I, I get up, I get a shower. And I get ready and I go to work. Yep. Because I have to be that person that does that. And that's what helps me. Yeah. Because I've got other people relying on me. Yep. I was going to say, is that is that more an accountability that you have to yourself? Like you push yourself to be that person? Or is it more the fact that your work relies on you to, to be it's that more person? more I push myself. Like I just think to myself, no, don't, don't ring in and say you're sick. You're not sick. You're just feeling a bit down the dumps. Suck it up. Have some breakfast. Have a coffee go to work it'll be fine yep so i can sort of get myself out of ruts like that yep and i think as i said one of the things that, that came out of my initial chat with you about a week or so ago when we were on the phone is you said that you you were having a shit day so i think it's really important for people to know that it is a journey isn't it it's not something that one day you're going to wake up and and not have mental health you're going to have your good days and your bad days but it's how you manage you know those those highs oh 100 100 percent. and that's the thing like you've just got to manage yourself and people that don't have mental health, they're the ones that criticise it so much. Yep. And you've got no idea. Yep. It's just simple-minded. Mm. Oh, yeah, who's making that up? Oh, who's using mental health? And they can't the AFL footballers for it and that all the time and shit like that if they use it. But I don't know. People, if you don't have it, you don't get it, what it's like to live with mental health. And I never knew I had it until I finally got diagnosed and sorted. And yep. I'm actually about to get my bloods done and i'm going to try and back off my antidepressants because i actually i want to get off them eventually yep do you think like with your strategies that you use you'll be able to manage yourself yeah i think i can i think i can get myself back to where i need to be yeah so just talking about those strategies and stuff you said that you get up some mornings you say no i'm not going to let this beat me you know get up have your coffee have your share and go is there any other sort of inner dialogue or any other things that you you talk to yourself during those times or strategies that you use oh music yep yeah, put on some music that you like. You yep. know, get on YouTube. You know, everyone's got internet TVs these days. Put on your favourite music. You know, what's a song that makes you happy? What do you like? I've got the certain song I put on every morning. Yeah, they're an emo band, but that's just me. Yep. That's my favourite song at the moment. Put it on. Yeah, then it continues on, and I start my day with some music. Yeah, but then there's some days where I don't have me. I didn't have music on today. Just didn't feel like having music on. Yeah. And is there some, like, talking to the reverse, is there some mornings where you wake up and you've got, like, a really busy or stressful day or something like that, but you feel great, like, you feel yeah. really good and you yep. can take it all on? Yep, today, just got up, yep. I was new. I had a, yeah, I had a, uh, a tracked boom lift painting up at the, the college up here, and, um, oh, man, I had a day Monday. I had a shitter. Broke down, wouldn't work. Oh, wouldn't wouldn't slew, wouldn't work. I, I think it spent four hours. The mechanic was there from yep. getting it fixed. Always good, the guys that we get them off. But this one was just, and he goes, yeah, this one's just temperamental. So I had a shit, shitter of a day yesterday. Yep. But I had my gym gear with me, and I went straight to the gym because I was pissed off. Yep. I was so I was going to stay back and get more done, but I thought, you know what, today's beating me. 
done eight and a half hours. I was like, I'm just going to go to the gym and then I'm going to go home. Yep. I went to the gym and got an awesome pump, just smashed it. Just grabbed a Red Bull, didn't have pre-workout. Yep. Grabbed that, sculled that in me, went and smashed that. And then today I woke up and thought, today's going to be a good day. Yep. I'm going to master this boom. It's been fixed. It's set up. Let's go. And I had an absolutely amazing day. Yep. Busy, but had a great day. And then I, by the time I got home, got changed, kids pulled up with Rosie. Yep. So my days are busy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then I've just dropped them back and now I'm here. Yeah. You know, and I'm up at uh, 5.30. Yep. So I have every weekday's busy. Yep. That's probably why I'm single. Like, <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> got I no just time. don't have any time. This episode of the pod wouldn't be possible without the support of Alex, Sammy and the team at Shearwater Health and Fitness. Everyone needs a little bit of help and support at times, especially when it comes to health and wellness. Not only is Shearwater Health and Fitness supporting the Talk Hard podcast, but more importantly, they're committed to providing Shearwater and the surrounding community with a premium quality health and wellness facility. If you've been looking to take the first step or even the next step in your health and wellness journey, they provide a full-class timetable, 24-7 gym, infrared sauna, Normatec recovery boots and a massage therapist. Something for everyone, whether you're a high-performance athlete, mum, dad, or just someone wanting to help be the best version of yourself. Call in and see them at 24 Shearwater Boulevard, which is right next door to the IGA, or you can check them out on Instagram and Facebook for all the details. Just from what you said there before, though, like it's a, I think the inner dialogue and what you say to yourself is so important, isn't it? Because if you get up every morning and just say, nah, I'm shit, I'm, I'm relapsing again, or I'm, if that's what the word that you use, or I'm falling back into this hole, I think the, the fact that you can admit, nah, today's beaten me, but I, I'm assuming in your own mind you say, but tomorrow's going to be better. You know, you're not... Um, you're not someone and, and people shouldn't be that yep, I've got mental health I've been feeling really good for the last couple of months but now I'm having a shit day shit I'm falling back into that hole again no it's just today's just a bad day Is yeah 100% 100% and a couple of people like a couple of friends on the snap like I sent them a thing I'm like anyone want to bring up some diesel and we'll fucking burn this thing to the ground and, and they're just <laughs> like what's going on I said I'm having a stinker and a few of them actually wrote that same thing back to me yeah tomorrow's a new day man i'm like exactly yeah i said i know i just got to get through today yeah and that's the beauty of it you just wake up and i'm actually finally back sleep i've been i sleep amazing now yeah what do you put that down to sleep app yep (laughs) well that's good that's another tip well i i'm a thinker and i go to bed every night and i will lay there and just think of bullshit Yep. You know, that fucking monkey in Simon Simpson's head, yep. you know, where he's just, <laughs> that shit, mate, just goes on. Clapping the symbols. You know, and this, I'll just lay in bed and start thinking. So I've just thought, oh, I just need to sleep. Like, and after I, you know, I moved back with dad's separated from my ex girlfriend, like, because I just made the choice to move back to dad's. It just wasn't working for me and the kids. Like it wasn't what I wanted for them. So, yep. you know, we parted on good terms and I wasn't sleeping well. And I thought, I just can't get my brain to brain to focus. So I um just went on YouTube and typed in sleeping, you know, hypnosis stuff that'll put you to sleep in ten minutes, you know. Yeah. And yeah, I just found this thing called Mind Rest and it's just um the cabin in the in the woods and this guy narrates it really well every night. Yeah. Like it's just one of those voices. Like David yeah. Attenborough sort of style voices and he just yep. talks about walking through the, the forest through the cabin then you hear rain and thunder and then he talks about the cabin and the cedar walls and yeah and it's the same one i listen to every and no crap it puts me to sleep within five minutes yep 
And so it hot, just turns itself off, does it, after a second? An hour and a half, then once it's finished, it locks the phone. Yeah, right, cool. So you just, because it's a video, YouTube, you just flip it down so the screen's not bright into the carpet on my old, on my old iPhone. Yep. So when I get on a bit weird like that, I've kept all my iPhones since the 9. Yep. I've, I've, got, <laughs> I've got every single iPhone that's ever come out that I've bought. You might be able to cash in eventually, though, with collector's I'm items. I'm keeping them, man. They're heirlooms. So I'll, <laughs> I'll be able to show the kids that in, like, 20 years and say, this was an iPhone Yeah. Team. <laughs> that's awesome but um yeah so i just play it and it just comes straight up every night on youtube and it just it puts me to sleep and if i wake up at 3 a.m sometimes i wake up four times a night yeah just do but i'll put that stuff straight back on yep and it'll just focus me you just zonk back and just zonk again. back out and go back to sleep so then yep. that works for me it's funny when I'm, I'm on my own i do that but when the kids are there staying i don't need it yep weird yeah that's interesting you say that i know some of the best sleeps that i've ever had me and the kids not so much now because they're a little bit bigger but when they were younger we used to have slumber parties and we'd all drag the mattresses out into the lounge room we'd all sleep together and i never slept better than when yeah, they were there because you're content mate yeah you're and content, you know mate. they're safe and you know they're there Your with heart you is content and yeah. when you're content you sleep really well on friday night's the first time emerson Ireland because they've got it's only a two-bedroom unit i don't need a big house anymore yep. like i got rid of my other one you only got to clean it if it's bigger i don't my other house that i used to have was huge man it was continually cleaning shit yep. so this one's and they finally slept in their room they go i said you guys gonna sleep in your room tonight or what you know i've been in this house four months now yeah and they said we actually are dad <laughs> said beauty righto and they did they slept in their room and i slept in mine but normally before that Aaron was sleeping next to me and Emerson, we'd blow up the mattress and put it down the ground, and we're all in the same room. Yep. And you know, and that was cool because people say, "Oh, about your kids." I said, "No, no, you've got to cherish those moments because, like you said, when they were little, when they're bigger, that shit don't happen." Yeah, that's right. They're not that I worried about you. I ain't have a slumber party with you, Dad. <laughs> no, mate. I'm yeah. going to my friend's house, so <laughs> I'm going to enjoy it until that shit dries up. Because yeah. once it's done, I won't have them little people anymore. They'll yep. be doing their own thing. Yep. And do you find that that helps keep you on track as well? Like, how important is is being a father in in the scheme of your life? Well, it saved my life. Like, I was actually talking to a friend the other day. One of my best cheeky friends, she came over and brought her little boy over and met him for the first time. And we were talking, I said, like, this is amazing. Like, I'm so happy you're a parent. And I said, kids saved my life. Like, if I didn't have Emerson and Aralyn with Rosie, like... I don't know where I'd be. I wouldn't be in Tassie. I reckon I'd be on the Goldie living and I'd just be on the on the pipe, I reckon, you know, just on the drugs. I just reckon I would be. I'd yep. just be cooked somewhere because yep. the kids gave me a purpose to be a good... Well, I was always a good person, but or just be a better person and live a fuller life and just a healthier life. Yeah. Yeah, they, they just make me just want to live to 100 now. Like, yeah. I used to, when I was younger, I said, used to always say, you know, I won't live to 30. You know, the way I'm, my lifestyle is, I won't live to 30. Yep. You know, I've done some stupid bloody things, especially on the drugs and alcohol in my time. But people used to go to me, oh, so you on the drug? I said, no, I wasn't a drug addict. Well, I was just a binger. Mm-hmm. I was just the, I was just a party guy. I was a Ben Cousins style. Yep. I just wouldn't on all the time. I'd just go at it for four or five days. Yep. And lock it away, and then I'd do it again. Yeah, and that is not healthy. Yeah, 
yeah and it's interesting though what you say about with um your fatherhood and, and even with your business and that sort of thing like a big part i think for anyone's mental health is to to have a purpose and a reason to to be getting up every day and you've just got to find what works for you like what works for you the thing to take out of your story is somebody might listen to this to say well i haven't got kids well that's not the point. Your kids are your purpose. Your kids are your thing. Everyone can find something, can't they, oh, that, yeah. that's going to get yeah. them out of bed every day. Yeah, no. You've just... And they might not have it now, but they've just got to keep looking for it. Yeah, and the, the way I've found the best thing for my mental health is routine. Yep. Routine is key to everything for me. And yep. if I'm, I'm mundane as fuck, and I will be routine, I just do the same shit. My gym, like, I same workouts every week. I have the same program, but that to me is routine. It's yep. not boring because I'm seeing results now. I'm 118 kilos now. I'm fucking crushing the gym. Yep. Because I love it and it's routine. I eat the same meal probably five times a week sometimes because it's routine. It's yep. easy. I'm a single dad. I don't have time to cook every night, so I'll just cook up a massive, healthy mince thing with veggies all through it. Yep. That feeds me for two weeks. Yep. Yeah, you can freeze it and put yep. it away or whatever. I just cannot be bothered cooking every night. Yep. Yeah, well, it's sorted, isn't it? And again, you don't want to have to stress about that, do you? You want, you know, you want your, your life to be pretty streamlined because then that gives you time to worry about the things that you oh, want exactly. to worry about. Oh, exactly. And the thing is, too, now, like, Emerson's he's pretty picky with his food, but Aaron, she's starting to love her food. Yep. So she's a bit, she loves a cheeky burger like Dad, so yep. it's a win in my books. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, but routine's key yep. to all that sort of stuff, I feel. Yeah. You can just get a good routine, so it gets your brain in a good zen of what's going to happen. Yep. And does it take a while to develop that routine? Do you have to be really disciplined to start off with? You've to... just got to start. Yep. You've just got to start. And that's that's just how it is, like... It's just yeah. A lot of people say I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and they still don't. Yep. What um What other key pieces of advice would you give to anyone that's going through mental health at the moment? Like obviously, you know, we've touched on your routine, we've touched on your purpose. Um, you know, using music and and you're in a dialogue. And is there anything else that that you do or that you'd suggest to anyone? Just it's it's you know it's coming from me, but don't drink alcohol, don't do drugs, because that's only gonna put a blanket over it. Yep. It's going to make you feel great. Yeah, look at me, because your endorphins, like we've talked about in the first one, my first podcast, it's going to make you feel amazing. Of course it does, because yep. you get pissed, you get tipsy, get high on drugs. You're going to feel amazing. You need to stay away from stuff like that. You need to put yourself around people that actually want to support you, not people that are going to call you weak as pissed because you're not going to come down the pub for a couple of pints. You're like, no, I'm struggling at the moment. I can't be doing that. Yep. So you've just, yeah, you've got to make sober decisions I feel yep. when you're struggling yep yeah you got to be in the right and if you've got it. good parents that's where you need to go around to your parents and actually break down and even have a cry and say oh, I am not good I'm struggling yep I need help yep and you talked about um, hanging around with the right people what what have you learned about people through your struggles I know we've talked about this quite extensively what, um, what have you learned about people in society good and bad uh, there are some good people still out there yep. that do care about you yep and what do they do? Define a good person to just you. Just always check in, always touch base, you see how you're going, and yep. you know, or just even if it's just a, a Facebook funny message on an in, inbox or Instagram inbox, you know, a funny meme sent to you just to make you laugh, you know. Yep. And then follow up with, "Hey, I hope you're doing well, bro," or whatever like that. You know, it's, it's pretty easy. You know, or if I post something from the gym, one of your mates will hit me up and say, "Looking good, mate. Hope you're well." You know, just simple things like that. They're good people. 
where yeah just i think there's just a lot of shit people just as we get older people are just so self-absorbed with look at my big range rover look at my big house oh fuck i'm cool oh look at my twenty thousand dollar wedding ring i don't give a fuck mate Mm. (laughs) like you're still going to end up in a box like Can't just, bury it with yeah, you. there's so many people that just want to people to think they're awesome because they think they've got money. Yeah. I've yep. got one or two close friends. I've got some good work mates. I don't need many friends. As long as you've got a good circle, it doesn't matter how That's, big it is. I don't it? need... I only need one One of my best mates from Bernie. Callum, he's been my best mate forever. Yeah. Looks exact same as me. You know, just we're both ride Harleys. Both got matching tats. Like, we're just best mates. And that's the only close, close bro mate that i've got yeah i can ring and tell anything to yeah we've told each other a lot of shit has he sort of been through a few struggles like you yeah he has yeah and so you find that you lean on each other yeah he went through a bit there a few like last year and then he told me what was going on and i rang him up and supported him how he needs to be supported yeah and that's just what you do yeah you drop anything for your bros and that's just how it is yeah but it's actually cool because i've met a lot of cool blokes from bernie especially bernie united soccer club shout out to the boys at bernie united they're pretty cool they yep. love to kick around the ball and love their piss so they're funny lads yep. like yeah yeah it's like they just play a reserve he does with them and i went up and watched a few games i've never been to soccer before yep went up and watched soccer and they were all come in the change rooms come in come in say good day and all that so it was pretty cool yeah you know to actually thinking i don't even know anything about this game <laughs> and these guys are just awesome just welcomed you in. yeah like they were pissed off that i didn't go because i was getting tattooed that night in bernie and they're like oh, i've got a function come up i said i'm getting they were so devastated because they wanted me to come to this function it was a dress up party yep so it was pretty cool to actually meet some new mates, real mate, like that now. Who I'll go, we go to the beach hotel and have tea with them, parties and stuff. It's pretty cool. How scary is it in this day and age? How much we rely on modern technology? It's not till your phone dies or the Wi-Fi or power goes off that you realise you'd be lost without it. Well, recently my phone decided in its old age to die and stop charging, and on a weekend no less. So what do you do? Rather than waiting to speak to the network providers or retail outlets, which can be painful within itself, give Brad or Katie a call at Greenies Apple Repairs. That's what I did, and they had my old phone as good as new in hours. Greenies take care of iPhones, iPods, iPads, and pretty much everything else, and they won't cost you an arm and a leg. So next time you're stuck back in the dark ages with no technology, contact Greenies Apple Repairs on 0401 229 220 or you can contact them at www.greeniesrepairs.com.au or find them on Facebook. Now just to get onto this busted screen. And just, you know, touching on your support from from your mates and, you know, your close circle and that, if someone's listening to this that knows someone that does have mental health or they're going through a mental health um, struggle at the moment, what would you say is the best thing that someone can do to support someone else that's going through mental health? Just Go and ask them if they're going right. You know, you might have them, mate. You know yourself when you've got mates and you take the piss out of each other and, you know, you're always doing that. you just got to probably look them in the eye and just say to them, look, you're going right, Brendan. You know, I've just noticed the last week or two, month, you're not yourself. Yep. Is something, you know, I might be off, but is something going on? And just see if they want to open up to you. Yep. And if they turn around and say, look, I don't want to talk about it, it's too personal for me, because then you probably say, well, have you got someone you can talk to? And they're like, well, mum and dad, okay, cool. As long as you're all right. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's important. I've got a couple of mates that are like that. They're like a dog with a bone. If they know that something's not right with you, even if you don't want to talk, they say, no, you're not right, I know. And the exact same thing they'll say to you. You don't have to talk to me, but when the time's right, if you do want to talk to me, you know I'm here for you, or yeah. make sure you talk to someone. 100%. Yeah, yeah, it's just nice knowing somebody cares about you on that level, isn't it? Oh, 100%. I feel not many people that have mental health actually put it right out there saying, you know... I've never been in situations where I've been around people knowing that they've got bad mental health. Where, like, if I if I know someone's struggling, I'll just ask them if they're going right. That's yep. just how I've always been. Yeah. I've also been told I'm too nice. Yeah. And that gets taken advantage of, especially in my latter years. As I've gotten older, I'm too nice. Yeah. In saying that, though, I'd rather be that way inclined than the other way. You know, oh, 100%. If, even, if you are taking advantage of, I think, you know, you're going to win the long game of life if you're a good person that cares about people. We've talked about um, drinking and alcohol quite a bit. You recently celebrated Thousand Days Sober, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, congratulations, mate. Thanks, you should be bloody proud of yourself. Yeah, no, it was uh, pretty awesome. I thought to myself, it's getting close, and I checked my app, and it was like 16 days from it. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's just, everyone's like, oh, what are you going to do? What are you? I'm like, it's just another day. Yeah. It's just a milestone I never thought I'd get to. Yeah. You know, and now three years is my next goal. Yeah, which will be January first. Yeah, because my last beer was on New Year's Eve. So yep. So it's easy to remember then. Yeah, your anniversary. yeah, yeah. That's easy. So yeah, yeah. It's it's the best thing I've ever done. I know that we've obviously touched on this in our previous podcast, but for anyone that that hasn't, we'll sort of go into it a little bit. How hard was it for you to to give up the grog? Easy. Yeah, because I just made. I'm very one of them sort of people. If I make a decision, that's it. That's probably my undoing of a lot of things in life. Yep. With spontaneous stuff that I've done in my life, you know, especially tattoos, stupid shit on the piss, like anything like that. Once I make a decision, I'll do it. Yep. And that's, I guess, when I moved to South Australia, that was one of them decisions. I'm going. Yep. If, I look, if you took me over there now and I went, gave me a tour of that same club of when I looked at it, I would have laughed and would never even went to that place. Yep. But I was young and naive. So, yeah, I feel giving it up for me was just easy but you've just got to want I wanted to do it and that was the easiest thing I wasn't doing it for anyone else I was yep. doing it for me I was going to ask you what, why did you quit like what were the things about alcohol that was taken away from your life just the hangovers oh my god yep. and I was hungover for four or five days Yep. and I had the devil on my shoulder for them four or five days doesn't get easier doesn't telling me ba- yeah telling me bad things you know suicidal shit yep. and it's not good when you start thinking suicide like thinking you want to neck yourself like that's not good and that's why I thought right you've actually got some, something's going on I didn't know I had mental health problem like I didn't realise I had severe depression because I hadn't been done tests I hadn't gone and see specialists and that and I just thought I just don't like feeling sick like that so I just made the choice and it's the best thing I've ever done yeah like I'm not straight edge by any means like I vape even now and then I haven't got one at the moment but oh, if I feel a bit anxiety or not, I'll go hit up one of my boys who gets them and I'll get a nicotine vape and puff away for a week or something like that and then I'll get over it and then I'll throw it out and yep. I like that. Like, it's just me and alcohol. That's the one thing. And yeah, it's like, I haven't touched heavy drugs since 2012. Yep. I think it's the last time I actually had anything like half an hour. That was at a Bucks party. So. Yep. I know um, in our last chat that we had, which would be about 12 months ago, when we spoke about um, you giving up, you said to me at the time that 
you couldn't say definitively whether or not you wouldn't have a drink somewhere down the track at some stage. Do you still feel that way, or do you feel now that it's never going to be part of your life again? I just can't be buggered ruining all this good work. <clears throat> Even with like a sip, like a light beer or anything no, like that? because yep. that just takes all, that takes all my... Th- that, to have one drink to ruin all this hard work I've done, yep. I'm better off just to go and buy three or four bottles and get absolutely monstered if I'm going to have a drink. Yep. Like, there's no point having half a sip. Yep. And you say hard work. How hard is it? Or how hard has it been for you? Uh, I know people see the end result and, you know, thousand days yeah. and that sort of thing, but they haven't walked side by side. Just more you when you days. go to functions and stuff like that, especially work dues when it's, you know, free alcohol and all that sort of stuff and everyone's having beers. But one of the work boys there, Joseph, one of the builder guys there last year, come over and gave me a beer and he goes, here you go, man. So you don't feel so... I'm having one as well because he was driving and just had a no alcohol beer. Oh, yeah. Yep. It was awesome. I was like, thanks, man. Yeah. So I sat... It was a great northern one. It's, it just tasted like the other, the same. Yep. It's weird. Yep. But you so, still feel the social aspect yeah, of sitting there so and bending was, the elbow. But it was good. Yeah. Yep. But I don't mind it. Like, it's it's funny how people go, oh, can we have a drink around? I'm like, mate, you can go. Like I said, look, I was, people still don't get it. I wasn't an alcoholic. I just was a binge drinker. Like, hardcore. Mm. Would just go hard. Very common around here, yeah, though, isn't you it? can go out, mate. I said to one of the boys, I said, you can go in that backyard, get on your fucking hands, mate, and shove bottles up your ass, mate. I couldn't care what you do. I said, it's not for me. Like, you you can go over there and do shots, but I don't care. I'll be with you, but I just don't drink, man. Yeah. It's fine. Yep. I'm, I can give you a lift. I don't give a crap. Yep. Well, you're like, the I'll most wh- popular bloke in the room, then. Yeah, I went down the pub where it was 23 years since high school. Yeah, 99 I left. 22 years. I wanted to have a walk through the school. And then they were all going to Mackey's for tea and have a few drinks. And a couple of good mates Freeman and that painty was back from Queensland and like Melbourne on the side. So I went out of shower and went up to Mackey's for a couple of hours. Yep. Sober. And man, it was an eye opener. Like they were, people were smashing. I'm sitting there thinking, <laughs> what the? You're oblivious to it when you're smashed, yeah, but when you're the sober I'm bloke. The, oh, this bloke come up to me three times and said the same thing. <laughs> Hey, Vane, hey, haven't seen you for years. Hey, you be going. Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, good. Had a good chat to him. Yeah, you going, right? What are you doing? No crap. Ten minutes later, come up and done the same thing. Yep. Like a goldfish. Thinking, oh, my God. How, is this? Is he? I said to one of the boys, I said, is he fucking with me right now? He goes, no, he's been here since like one o'clock today. Yeah. I said, okay, that's fair. <laughs> Love the guy to death, but he was hammered. Like, yeah. I've known him forever. It was so funny. Yeah. Because I'm sitting there thinking, no wonder people get in punch-ons, though. Because if you were, had a fair few drinks yourself and someone kept coming up and saying that to you... You'd be like, fuck off. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. But it was pretty good. So I went up there and did that. Wish I'd have done the tour of the school now, but it is what it is. Um, Just, again, just back back to the alcohol. Like, as far as um quitting, I know that you just gave up cold turkey, but... Obviously, it wasn't just a smooth sailing. Like for anyone else that was thinking of doing that sort of doing that and giving it up, like what what sort of tips would you give them? Like, were there times when you really, really still craved having a drink? Not really. Yep. No, I just had that mindset that this shit's evil. Like it's it's your health, or, and you you got two beautiful kids that you need to. That's when I got the gym. That's what I was like. I need something else. You supplemented it. Yeah, with I needed something else. something else. Yep. Yep, and like I got my point. motorbike license, like I got a Harley now. So you know that was the dream to have a Harley by forty, and I'm yep. forty next year, and I've got my bike. So I just set goals for myself of what I wanted to achieve with little certain little things. But I feel if you, you 
you've got to be ready to do it, but you've got to try and take yourself. No point trying to give up alcohol if you always go down to a pub on a Friday with your mates. Yep. That's not going to work. It's like going to a strip club knocking the lap dance. Like, it's not going to happen. Yep. It's like going to the casino and not having a bet. Why would you do that? Yeah. You know? So, you don't put yourself in that environment. Yeah, so you have to pull yourself out of that environment for a while. Yep. Tell your mates, and and your real mates will go, oh, well, that's fair, mate, I respect it. Mates that aren't mates will give you, take the piss out of you, and they're not your real mates. Um, you've spoken a couple of times about your, your gym work, and obviously gyms have just skyrocketed these days. Well, they've always been about from back in the day, but you know these days, I suppose, with the um, increase of social media and people seeing people going to the gym and feeling better and looking better and that sort of thing how important has the gym been for you and have you noticed that it's it's something that has helped other people with their mental health as well yeah gym's awesome man it's the coolest thing like yep. you're really passionate about it aren't you yep love it yep. love sharing my gym workouts because then i have people hit me up going oh you're looking good i'm gonna join the gym so yep. if i can make anyone want to join the gym yeah yeah you know, it's, it's just good for your mental health like i said i had a terrible monday yesterday and i knew i was coming in tonight to do the pod and i normally go to the gym after i drop the kids off tonight so I went last night. That's how obsessed I am with the gym. Monday night, I was like, nah, can't miss a session. And I felt amazing after I finished. Went in there and just did what I had to do and left. And yeah, you look around, you see people in their gym and it's like, yep, just getting it out, just loving it. Yeah. It's just a good place to let it all out. Yeah. And, you know, again, it's one of your things that you've found for yourself. But I know another thing that you love is your motorcycle riding as well. Is that another bit of an escape for you? Do you do yeah, that quite yeah, regularly? Yeah, I went out Sunday. I, um, what have you got? You got a Harley? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Got a uh, Street Bob Diner. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yes, yeah, all black. Just my dream bike, man. Like went out Sunday. It's still at Dad's because I haven't built my shed yet, so it's sort of annoying me. But hopefully, the next week or two, three weeks, I have my little shed built at home for me bike. So yeah, yeah. No, I went out for a cruise on Sunday. I only went for about forty-five minutes. It didn't just had the open face helmet too, which was pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, this time of year, it's probably a little bit easier to have. Yeah, no, I don't have ever. I tried to go out nearly every once a week over winter too. Yep. Yeah, just went around, like, even if it was just in the Devonport and back on it, just to keep ticking it over. Yep. And is that, did you buy that for that reason, like, to help with your mental health, or was it just something you've always been passionate about? Always ridden dirt bikes, loved it, and always wanted a motorbike license. Dad never used to let me. He's like, you ain't doing that, too dangerous. And I guess, like, after my separation with the divorce, now I thought I just needed something for me. So I thought, I just want my motorbike license. Yeah. And I'm like, I'd just love to ride the Great Ocean Road and all that, you know. That'd be cool. Yeah, so a couple of mates of mine, we want to do it. Yep. Get off the boat in Geelong and do the Great Ocean Road. And, yep. you know, might even cruise right through to Mount Gambier or something like that. Yep. Stay a couple of nights and come back. So you can't do that if you don't have a license. Yeah. Well, you can, but you're risking it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> When it comes to home renovations, there's nothing more important than getting the kitchen right. So you've got two options. Have a crack at it yourself and then get someone else in to fix it, or get the team at Infinite Joinery and Designs in from the start to avoid a lot of stress and dirty looks from the better half. If you're thinking of renovating your kitchen, give Sam and the team at Infinite a call straight away. Specialising in kitchen renovations, they can also take care of new home joinery fit-outs, renovations, laundries, wardrobes. They have 3D design software and Sam alone has over 20 years experience in joinery and project management. Find them on Facebook and Instagram or phone Sam on 0429 291 008 or by email which is sam at infinitejoineryanddesign.com. So don't be like me, thinking you'll save a few bucks and have a crack at it yourself. Call these guys in so you can sit back and watch the experts go to work. 
Um, I, I know, you know, you're doing a few different, or you've done a few different speaking engagements and things like that as well. Is there anything else that you're doing at the moment to help others with their mental health? I know you're passionate about it, and if anyone ever reached reached out to you, you'd, you'd do everything you could to help them. Are you actually speaking or working with anyone or doing anything like that at the moment? I got asked to, like, we're talking about that open mic night with Astle. He hit me up, I think it's coming up next weekend, and he asked me to come up, which it would have been pretty good, but... I had the kids, and I said, I can't, so I will do the next one, I reckon. Yep. If he has one, like, on a Monday or Wednesday, I'll definitely do something like that, because I love getting up to talk, man. I'm not scared of it. I couldn't give two shits what people think about me. Because yep. half them people that have something to say about you will never say it to your face. Yep. Because they're weak as piss. Yep. Like, just come and say it. I can take criticism. If you don't like me, just say you don't like me. Mm. And then I'll ask you why you don't like me, and we'll see what sort of reason you've got. But it's got to be a good reason. You can't just like me because of how I look or... Because I, I don't know. I get this persona too because of my tattoos. Everyone thinks I sell drugs and all this. Look, oh, how can you do all that in your shit job? Like, you're a painter. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny though. It's a skill within itself. Obviously, you know, you don't give a shit what people think. But there are a lot of people, big percentage of people that do spend most of their time worrying about what others think, don't oh, they? Oh, ridiculous, man. Yeah. It's... Oh, I've got Crocs on tonight, mate. Oh, I don't give a fuck. You're right at home in this place, mate. Yeah, Jesus. I couldn't. Oh, these are the most comfortable. Off Temu too. Yeah. Fake Crocs, eight bucks. Thanks for coming. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Yeah, Emerson said, got Crocs. said, no, mate, they're fake. They're called sports, mate. Yeah. He's like, what? <laughs> so, no, I don't, yeah. Look, I, I have me good clothes and me clothes I just wear at home, but I'm not one of them people that have to just put shit up for people to go oh oh look what he's got that's just bullshit yeah that's as fake as they get and there's so many people my age around this town that think their shit don't stink you would be the most boring like you might have your big flash house and your and your and your big flash car and all oh, your your lips done or whatnot and think you listen that <laughs> i said mate but you'd be like talking to that fucking wall over there it'd be that boring to talk to i'd get more conversation out of me bird maui at home than you yep like, it's just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather sit there and hear, yeah. It's funny, too, like, when I see old guys in the supermarket and that now, and I see some old guy, just be standing there, and I just they look, and they've got the old tats on the arms. I always ask them, when you get that done? I'd start combos, and they yep. love it. Yep. They're like, really in it? I said, mate, I love tattoos. Yeah. love anything about it. When did you get that? Yeah. He's like, got that back in 90. I'm like, that's fucking cool. Back in the day, they weren't that common. So why did they get them? Were they like in the army or navy? Sailors. Yeah. I met a lot of guys that were sailors. Yeah. Especially old guys. Especially especially they got them on the forearms. Yeah. Straight there. Big anchor or something. Yeah, I think it's cool as. It's (laughs) just like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, just talking to people and talking about telling your story. Like how important, I know that you've put it out there from, from time to time but how important has it been to you to learn how to tell your story and actually get your story out there and the second part of that is it, do you advise anyone that's going through a struggle just to get it out there and talk to people? Yeah you got to I feel the best thing I ever did because it's funny when I done my first pod with you I thought oh yeah you know what I'm just going to throw it out there I actually have nothing to lose anymore I don't care you know and a lot of people didn't know what I'd done, what I'd gone through. Oh, we didn't know. We didn't know, Dinger. Well, it's not like I was going to just broadcast it. No, it wasn't going to come back and broadcast that to anyone. So why would I do that? So for people to know that now, they can probably understand why I was, why I was when I was in my early 20s, especially yep. playing footy and they'd see me at the club and that. I was pretty wasted because I was on stuff. Yep. You know, and now it's good to people look back and go, okay, right. 
because like, people thought I was just a dead shit, dumb, stupid. But yeah, half the time it was just some of the stuff I was doing and taking. Yep. What's um What's the plans for the future, mate? What do you What do you got on the horizon? Any other goals that you want to tick off? I guess um my goal in life would be just to probably be happy. I don't know. Happy is just the one thing that it's a pretty good goal. Just my goal is just happy. Yep. I don't have any. I'm pretty happy with everything I've got. I've got my house. I've bought a unit. You know, I'm not renting, so I'm very grateful for that. I'm back in the buyer's market. I live in a nice little, like, unit in La Trobe. It's quiet. I've got two beautiful kids. Like, I guess I, in five or six years' time, I'd love to be with someone, you know, my forever person. Yeah. Because I feel everyone's got a forever person. But I just don't see that happening. I just feel my window with that is dying because of social media. Because there's so many windows for everyone to text someone or message someone or snap someone or inbox someone. So, yeah. But ultimate goal is to live here until the kids are Ireland's eighteen, leave them the house or sell the house, and then gypsy out of here. Yeah, that's the goal. Yeah. What about on the tattoo front? You got much skin left? I'm actually doing my back at the moment. A big blast over. Yep. So what's that involved for people that aren't tattoo people? What do you? Because obviously your back would be covered now. What's happening there? So it's black and grey, so it has to be just put in deeper, put in heavier, and just pick a design that's going to cover what's already there. So we're doing a Grim Reaper fight and a big snake Japanese style. So yep, that one will be that's I'm back in tomorrow night for another few hours on that. So I've probably got about fifteen hours left to have my whole back done again oh, for the second time. Yeah, so I sat six and a half hours outlining that the first time like to get it all outlined it yep. hurt but yeah I got a huge Grim Reaper on my back now and I was like why I see because the Grim Reaper is death and that's just I don't know I'm into the dark shit now like and I've done this right arm's been sleeved again covered all that all Jesus is now a zombie yeah like, everything's dead on this arm does it come a point where you can't cover them over, though? Like, I know I was saying to you, if you've got any skin left, it probably doesn't matter if you can keep going over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, I've got two work? little gaps in my legs, but I'm going to get the Scream mask out of yep. the movie Scream, Ghostface, and probably a Blink-182 tattoo, I reckon. Oh, in, yeah, cool. In there, just a bam one. Yep. But then I've just made the decision the last month or two, I'm going to black this whole arm out. Yeah, that's becoming pretty common. Yeah, I'm going to black it right down to my knuckles and then do white over the top of it. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just like, just spontaneous, like, you know what? fuck it let's just yeah i don't know and like i'm done on the face and that now like i've got no more room on my face like yeah just with work and stuff i just can't do any more because it's already enough on there so the old man would be happy that you haven't put any more on your face yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no i just added the what i got the harley symbol the anchor and the and the x i got the x to for not drinking yep so yeah, I don't know, and just yeah, just touching up because with t- color tattoos, they're like a house. You know, if it starts to get a bit light on you, just give it a color. Yep. So, I don't think I'll ever stop getting tattooed. Want to do my palms as well. Want to do? Oh, I've actually done my ears, but um, want to probably tattoo inside the ear. Yep. And the back of them, black them out. Yep. So, I just don't think it'll ever stop. <laughs> and I just don't. I actually couldn't. I don't care what people think. As long as you're happy, mate. It's my body, my life. I'll do what I want. Like, exactly. Just don't be jealous. Like, don't be jealous that... Like, people that normally mouth off are the ones that are jealous. Yeah. Usually unhappy themselves. Yeah, because yeah. they... Oh, who can you... Just go get tattooed. Yeah. Don't worry about what I'm doing. Yep. 
Yeah, I just don't say nothing to anyone. Yeah. I just kill them with kindness, mate. That's just always my plan. Just, yeah. yeah. People, a lot of that's, and they actually, now I've just touched on that. It's ridiculous, and you'd know yourself at our age how jealous people are of each other, of what people have got. Yeah. I think because the older you get, you feel like you should have achieved more, a lot of people, and they're not happy with what they have achieved. And Why can't you just be happy for someone? Yeah. Mate, that's probably a good um, good place to finish. Like, you know, as far as you talking about being happy and just wanting to be happy in life, I think that's that should be the main goal for anyone because material shit, like you say, it fades away. They can't bloody bury it with you. So, it comes you know, and goes, doesn't it? Exactly. But, you know, happiness, if you find what makes you happy and you're working towards that, well, you know, that's what's going to fulfil you in life. So... I just wish you all the best with that, mate. And I just want to thank you again for, for your time. Um, I know you're always keen and always happy to, to come on for a chat. And, and I think, you know, you, you probably won't um, won't say it this way, but me personally, I think the pod, in a way, has become what it is because of you being able to give up your time and being able to be so open and honest and, and like I say, really setting the tone for, for what we did. So Thanks, man. I just want to thank you for that, mate. And just keep burning you and yeah there should be more of it in the world so yeah man good on you mate. thank you and yeah like i said like anyone ever get the opportunity to talk just take it don't be scared get on and have a crack because end of the day it just makes you feel better talking makes you feel better about everything thanks mate thanks guys i hope anyone who has their own battles managed to take some tips and inspiration from dinger's chat I hope this chat can serve as a bit of a toolbox for anyone struggling but some key takeaways that i found included Finding your thing that lights you up and gives you satisfaction and purpose, whether it be family, work, passions, fitness or hobbies, etc. There's something out there for everyone. We can all find our thing if we look hard enough. Get in a routine and stick to it as it'll keep you on track and it'll lessen unforeseen stresses and issues in your daily life. Use music if that's your thing to lift your mood. Find that song or band you like and blast the crap out of it. Even if you're going well, you're still entitled to a shit day or a day which beats you. Remember this is part of the journey, it's not failure and you just need to get through it and tomorrow hopefully will be a better day. But even if it isn't, a good day will come if you just stick to your toolbox. As so many guests who've been to that dark place keep saying on here, find your person or your people who you can talk to and when you do open up, cry and let it all out. I promise this will make you feel better as my beautiful mother always says, a problem shared is a problem halved. Like I said to Clint myself, I want to thank him again for helping me establish the podcast tone and just as importantly, I want to thank all our brave and selfless guests who came on to tell their stories. Thanks for listening not only to this chat but to any of our chats over the journey. I hope they've helped you in some way as well as shining a light on the remarkable people that we have in our community and what they've endured and achieved. Keep checking in on each other, keep telling your stories and keep inspiring and celebrating each other. I'll leave you with a quote. A society grows great when old men plant trees the shade of which they know they will never sit in. Good people do things for other people. That's it. The end. As Northwest Tassie is a remote area, I just want to quickly tell you about a great organisation doing their bit to help the rural community deal with mental health and suicide. Rural Alive and Well, or better known as RAW, R-A-W, have a mission to build healthy and resilient rural and remote communities to reduce the prevalence of suicide. RAW specialises in providing a proactive outreach and one-on-one support service which addresses situational stresses and increases protective factors to minimise the risk of suicide. RAW is non-clinical, genuine and non-intrusive. The service is confidential with no fees for participants and it uses a person-centred shared goals approach. RAW adopts a culturally sensitive, strength-based and collaborative approach to delivering services. Their team come from a range of backgrounds and receive training and ongoing support to provide evidence-informed care to people. To access their services, call 1800 729 
827. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram or jump on their website www.rawtas.com.au. For anyone out there having their own struggles who wants to have a chat to someone, you can call Lifeline on 131114, Men's Line Australia on 1300 789978, or you can call Beyond Blue on 1300 224636.